0: So Here's an intro before the intro. Wait, what? What does that even mean? (sighs) Whatever. Hey guys, just a quick note. I've been getting a few questions and emails and people have been asking me where to find the show. If you're listening to this now, you've obviously found it. My home is Podbean, uh, but you can also find it on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, a couple of other podcast places I found that I can't remember off the top of my head because I'm lame And now you can find it on my YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash drums 47 If you go to iTunes, please, if you wouldn't mind, give me a rating and a review. Five stars if you like it. Four stars if you kind of like it. Three stars if you don't like it. And if you really hate it, just don't tell me because I don't want to know. Also, I never give disclaimers at the beginning of any of my shows because I don't really care what comes out of my mouth. However... Travis and I, in this episode, do have a discussion about the F word. So there's about a 30-second spot in here where there's a lot of them. So just be warned. And stay tuned to the end of the show for something really, really, really cool. So now here's the actual real intro.
1: The Barstar Podcast, hosted by Stephen O'Reilly, is a podcast about working musicians, their friends, and their opinions. Stephen is a musician in Louisville, Kentucky, who has... Wait a second. This guy's a drummer, not a real musician. Somebody gave a drummer a microphone for his voice? The hell? Unreal. Unbelievable. Hello, hello,
0: hello. Welcome to another episode of the Barstar Podcast. I am your host, Stephen O'Reilly, and I want to thank you guys for coming back to hang out with me, for digging the show. I hope everybody had a good week, I hope everybody is doing well, and I hope, as always, you guys went out and did some shit. And I am not flying solo today, I am hanging out with my buddy and my tattoo artist, a one Mr. Travis King.
1: Hey. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. How are you?
0: I'm fantastic. Thanks for coming awesome. over. Oh, Thanks yeah. for hanging out. Hell oh, yeah. Anytime. <laughs> <laughs> so how's things? How's life?
1: Good. Busy. Busy as hell. Well, so, busy's good. Yeah, it's good. That means I'm making money. Well so well yeah. I've got to pay for my, you know, my wife. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I hope oh, she doesn't
1: hear this. Uh, I might be at the doghouse. But, yeah. Whatever. She'll forget in 20 minutes. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just go buy a pair of shoes and she'll be happy.
0: Yeah, she'll be fine. Not to mention she will forget.
1: Uh, yes, she will. Yeah, there's a yeah. reason Quo.
0: I call your beautiful wife Queen Oblivious. Yeah. Quo. Well, Quo. What's up, Quo? <laughs> so, um, you've listened to the show. You know I'm not going to do an interview, but we're just going to have a conversation. But I'm going to ask you a few questions because there's a lot of things about you that people in town do not know uh, how boring I am <laughs> I, I got nothing <laughs> I don't know if I'd call you boring or not
1: yeah, it says rockstar across my knuckles that's about the most exciting thing about me <laughs> that is so not true
0: um, no what I mean by that is uh, first of all how we met is an interesting story and in your memory is shittier than mine so this episode is going to be weird yeah but A lot of, how did it go yeah <laughs> What, what happened? But when I first moved to Louisville uh, mm-hmm. years ago, uh, for about a year, maybe nine, ten months, whatever it was, I worked at Starbucks. Mm-hmm.
1: That's, that, hey, hey, See, we got, hey, we, hey go. we actually are on the same page here. And, yep. s-
0: and you used to come to the drive-thru, drive-thru every like day.
1: Every day. Sometimes two, three times a day. Yep, sometimes <laughs> two, or three times a day.
0: And I don't remember how we got to talking and it doesn't matter, but I did not get my first tattoo from you. Right. Um Right. But somehow or another, I figured out that you were a tattoo artist, and you figured out that I had a janky tattoo. Actually, I shouldn't say janky. It's not that bad. It's not your work, but it's not Mm -hmm. that bad. But you figured out I had a janky tattoo on my arm, and (laughs) that's how we started talking. And then I figured out and let you know that you did our mutual friend, Ryan Murphy. Yes. You did his leg. Yep. He has a leg Many years ago. Yep, Yep. which a lot of y'all don't know because he never wears shorts like me. Actually, he wears shorts more than I do, but that's irrelevant. Um, so we kind of put the connection together. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And then that's when I went and got my second tattoo from you. Mm-hmm. And you were at... Body, body Art. Yep. Body, body Art Emporium. Yep. yep. And then, and this is where the story gets interesting, and this is one of the things I want you to talk about. You disappeared. What? Huh? Yeah. No, no, huh, no, <laughs> no, no, Huh. what well, me? Well,
1: no, no. That. that what happened? What ha- happened? Well, that was the time frame that the shop, the body art was closing down. So, because the, the owner of the shop, he passed away, right? And then basically, just it just fell apart after him. He was the one that held it all together, right? And I, I got tired of it, and I ended up quitting there. And then the, the whole place shut down like a month later. And so right. that's when I decided to open my own studio. Finally, after what fifteen years of tattooing, finally decided to do my own instead of working for somebody else. And but said, you it, did. Took, it took about. Four months, five months to get it open.
0: Well, yeah, but what I'm getting at is, there's some cool stuff that happened when you disappeared because in your disappearance, and what I mean by disappearance is you just went to other shops in other states. Well, you yeah, I was, doing I did. all the
1: residencies and stuff, guest spots and stuff, whatnot. Yeah. And Not yeah. residency, sorry, but, guest spots. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. Um, and well, because I was actually strongly debating on moving. I was, I was, I was real close to moving to Colorado. Right, so real close. So,
0: but and that's what I was getting at yeah. because in Colorado, that's where you met your wife.
1: Well, no, actually, <laughs> damn it, I'm wrong. She, yeah, it was close though. She she was in St. Louis when we met, but um, she was from Colorado. She was raised in Colorado.
0: See, I knew so, there was a Colorado. Yeah, there is there was a Colorado. Yes, <laughs> yes, had something so, to do with Colorado. Yeah. Damn it.
1: But yeah, that's and that's part of why I was thinking to move back, but then. She kind of got on the. Uh, she really didn't want to go back to Colorado, so right. she liked Louisville, so she decided to move here from St. Louis because, of course, St. Louis is a shithole. So, <laughs> sorry everybody from St. Louis. <laughs> mm. Never been there, but
0: I don't know. Yeah,
1: no. I, I personally don't like it, but you know, but everybody's got their own thing. I well, right, think. there's a
0: lot of cities I've lived in that I've uh, yeah, keep. there's been. Some, yeah. I fucking hate them. Yeah. Ugh, I don't want to deal with it. But you were. And when I say "gone," you, I mean gone from Louisville. You were gone for three, four years. No, you just weren't. weren't. You just weren't tattooing in Louisville.
1: I wouldn't. Well, I wasn't tattooing. It. Okay, because this is the crazy thing. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, when I say "gone," I don't mean you physically left. I mean you weren't tattooing anywhere in Louisville
1: well, for a while. I, I was, but there was a lot of uh, misunderstanding about what was going. Okay, because when the owner passed the body art, right. It, it managed to stay open for a couple of years. Right. And I was trying to jump in and help run the shop for the lady because his widow, she had never worked a day. I mean, he—they their high school sweethearts got married. She had never had a job. So she didn't know anything about running a business. So I was right. trying to help her out with that. And then that's there's a whole big issue that went on there. But then the shop just it just didn't end up making it. So right. it just I like I said he was the one that was really good at promoting it and getting it out there and kept managing the money and stuff. And right, and it was a cool so, little shop. Oh yeah, it was it, was not, it was a nice little shop. It was old. Yeah, it was. The building was old, so it always to me it always looked dirty. I, I, and Stacy says, you can't clean old. Exactly. And it's like <laughs> okay, how much you scrubbed? It always looked dirty. And you so, can't clean old. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So wait, but, what does that say about us? Uh, exactly. I'm, I'm, Damn I'm, it. My wife will tell you I'm a dirty s o b, but. That's a a totally different subject.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, you you decided to open your own shop. When Mm -hmm. did you open Prophecy
1: Inc.? Let's see here. Oh, God. Because that's another part of the story. Because mine and my wife's anniversary is April 4th. And we actually got the shop opened up on April 5th. Now, of course, that many different years later when when we got married when we opened the shop. Right. But yeah, so that year is 2012, April 4th of 2012. That was the day, the night before um, we was getting all of our final inspections to open up. And I literally spent all night working on the autoclave because all of a sudden the autoclave I had just. Stop working. I remember you telling me that. And yeah, so um, yeah, that was that was that was a really shitty anniversary for her. So fortunately, she put <laughs> up with me. She knew what we were what we were trying to do, so she accepted it that that year. So,
0: well, and and one of the reasons why I want to talk about it is I remember and I saw a post on Facebook something about a new tattoo shop opening, and you had done the tattoo on my right forearm. It was the first one you did. Mm-hmm. And it was the last one you did, because after that, body art, clothes, and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So I had a, I went to a couple different guys, and, and I'm not speaking bad about any of them. They were mm-hmm. great tattooers, mm-hmm. great tattoo artists, excuse me. Um, I just didn't, it, it wasn't you. You and I kind of had a, a kinship, a friendship. Kind of a rapport. Yeah, yep. We had a great rapport, and we're both huge Prince freaks, which we'll talk about that later. Um, oh, yes. But I remember seeing Prophecy, Inc., and I saw the logo and I went, That's pretty cool. And then I saw your name and I went, Holy
1: shit Yeah. I made and my I, appearance. Yeah. He's
0: back. <laughs> he's back. <laughs> and I remember and you probably remember me telling you this. Um, I remember running in and telling Stacy, I said, Oh my God, mm-hmm. my buddy Travis King's back and he's got his own damn shop. She goes, Who the hell's that? She, <laughs> she didn't know who you were. Right. Because when I first met you, her and I weren't together yet. I hadn't okay. met her yet. Yep. Um so anyway, I went through the whole thing and then I messaged you on Facebook and you were like, "Who are you?" And it took you a second it took me it took to you, remember. Like, two messages. Well, my memory is
1: horrible too. Yeah, because I mean, I got to see somebody like every day for like three years straight before yeah. I remember their name. So.
0: Yeah, guys, you think my memory's bad? <laughs> Travis King's memory sucks.
1: Oh, it's horrible. Hell, one of my Terrible. longest running clients um, got it, Dave Green. It was he had. Hi, a bunch, Dave. Yep. Hey Dave, he had a bunch of Giger babies on his leg and. I could never, Dave, how simple is that? could not remember his name. So for like, like the first, like four years I was tattooing him, he was Giger baby boy. That was his nickname. Hey, Giger baby boy. Hey, that's, that's the only, only way I can remember him. So yeah, that's how bad my memory is. If I've okay, slept, I've good. forgotten it.
0: <laughs> so, I, had, yeah. I had a friend that used to say that, man, did you, you did that? Dude, I don't know. I've slept, slept since, since then. Yep,
1: <laughs> Exactly.
0: That's pretty funny. So you opened your own shop and you've been, from my vantage point, you've been Mm -hmm. killing it ever since. And I, before you open your mouth, Mm -hmm. I love your shop. And I'm not saying that because you're sitting here. Anybody that knows me knows I rave about your damn shop. Mm -hmm. I love your shop. And the thing I love about it the most, as a heavily tattooed person, um, it's not a quote street shop. You can't go in there and pick something off the wall. Nope. And that makes me retardedly happy.
1: Yep. I mean, that's one of my things. I... I in Louisville, years back, I mean, all it was was street shops, right? And like, you know, fifteen years, I worked in street shops, and I, I was one of the one of the early guys in the town to really push. Pause custom. that for one second. Mm. For
0: the listeners that don't know what a street shop is, mm. think when you go down to the beach and you pick a tribal piece
1: off a wall. Yep, exactly. That's a street shop. A street shop is a shop that has a bunch of flash. Flash is all the images and stuff that are hanging on all the walls. Where you just go, hey, give me C fourteen. <laughs> and slap it here, and then, yeah, you go. Isn't
0: and C-14 a Chinese combo meal?
1: It probably is. It probably, is. It probably matches up with the kanji on the wall. It, anything says beautiful, it says Sichuan chicken. <laughs> but, yeah, that's that stuff, I, I, I've, I've always hated that stuff. I mean, I started, I mean, I was artist long before I got into tattooing, painting right. and stuff and whatnot, and I just, right. that's, that was one of the things when I first got on, I was like, dude. My artwork, a custom, original, what, you know, piece together what people want, not just pick it off a wall and go. It's just, that's just boring. And every, what, if you find a design in a shop, it's going to be in a thousand shops all across the country. So you got all these other people looking at the same design, picking the same thing.
0: Right. And, and as a, and I'm not saying this to defend you, I'm mm-hmm. saying it because I understand as a musician and mm-hmm. someone who's been a creative person ever since I can remember, mm-hmm. there's no originality in that. There's no yep. creativity no in No creativity. Because yep. you're yep. going to have a tattoo that 47,000 other people have. Yep. And what I mean by that, and you remember this as soon as I tell you. You're not going to remember it until I get to the end of it. And you'll go, holy shit, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> you did a matching tattoo on my wife and I. Mm-hmm. Stacy and I have, she's got on her right shoulder and I've got it on my left shoulder. And it's lyrics to a Dave mm-hmm. Matthews. Dave, song. Dave Matthews, yes. Okay, and, I was yeah. wanted to say Dave Matthews. Would, and yeah. when we're standing together, it makes a frame. Yep. And we took a picture on the beach and you do remember, ah, this? remember <laughs> that. Yep. So we took a picture on the, actually our buddy Todd took it for us, but anyway, mm-hmm. we're sitting shoulder to shoulder and you mm-hmm. can see the tattoos and a woman and her man. I don't know if they were married or not. It's irrelevant, but they, this couple came into the shop and showed you that picture and they said, I want this. And you went, Nope.
1: Yep. You remember uh, that? Okay. Yep. Cause, uh, yeah. Cause I, and I do that a lot. I've yep. had so many pictures of tattoos I've done. Um, Brought into me and like said, oh, I want the same thing. I want it exactly like this, and it's like I've done it once. I don't want to do it again. Plus, you're not them, so get right. your own. Something has meaning to you, yes. So you're the one living with it. You know why you want? You want to live with somebody else's life? You want to live somebody else's life? No, live your life, right? Your and own. I
0: remember the reason I think that story is cool is because you actually called me that day. You were like, "Dude, yeah. check this out." Yeah, and you told me the story, and I, I told Stacy, and of course we had a yeah. good laugh about it. But I think that's why. I, me personally, I don't, I, I get it. I mean, I'm for anybody doing anything creative and making mm. money and, and all that stuff. But at the same time, that's why I'm not a big fan of street shops. Right. Um. But the flip side, because being me, I try to look at everything from every angle. You got to start somewhere.
1: Well, that's true. And, I mean, and honestly, starting out. Um, and I got my very first tattoo. I got it in a street shop. Oh, me too. Now, granted, you fixed it for me,
0: but, but whatever. <laughs> but, I mean, when, my first, when
1: I first started getting tattooed, I mean, you, that's all there was. You know, if it wasn't on the wall, you didn't get it, period. You right. couldn't even bring in your own design, even with some clip simple clip art design. You, you couldn't get it. So, I mean, yeah, it had to be on the wall, and that was it. And I just, I never agreed with that. I never liked that. You know, the creativity of it. just there, there, there just is none. It's just cut and paste and it's blah. Right. So.
0: I cut and paste a lot on this show.
1: Well. You know, I have to edit myself. Edit. Well, you probably have to edit a few of my cuss words and stuff too. <laughs> my what the fuck, my fuck I want to do that for Well, me? that's right. It's a podcast. I'm not thinking yeah. So. I like the fuck word.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I do
1: too. It's my favorite word of all.
0: It is a great word. It's a, it's a very great word. it
1: be every word in a sentence. So, fuck you, you fucking fuck. So. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I remember when I asked you to do this, you said, can I cuss on that thing? Yeah. <laughs> and I said, absolutely, why? And he said, because every time I do a radio interview, they, I just can't ever say what I want to say. Exactly, because
1: I, I, I have to have that. That's 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 You know, like people do the um, mm, um, um, to pause and stuff to yeah. think about what they're going to say. Me, it's just I just say fuck over and over and over I'm, to think of what I'm going to say. I'm
0: from New York, man. Fuck is a common to me. <laughs> yep. Anyway, um, so how long have you been, I, I don't want to say into art and tattooing, but how long do you feel that you've been creative ever since you can remember or?
1: I grew up with it. My dad was an artist, and it's been. I Hold remember, up!
0: You've been tattooing me for years. How the hell did I not know your dad? Was I never an artist? Really
1: said that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, my dad. I, I mean, I, some of my earliest memories were like. See,
0: that's why I love this so, damn show. Carry on. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, some of my earliest memories were sitting down with him, like he's painting and stuff, and he would set up like a little palette, you know, and a little whatever canvas or board, whatever he was right. painting on, and I'd sit there and paint right next to him, you know. I didn't his know stuff that. looked beautiful. and Mine looked like shit, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> but that's part of the whole process. You start out right. crap, and you work at it until you get good. Right. Yeah. I didn't know so that. That's pretty mm-hmm. cool. See? Oh, yeah. Oh, my oh, dad is. is phenomenal. He's a sculptor. I mean, painter. I mean, I, you name it, he can do it. Well, I mean, he does everything. He's he's just, yeah, well, he's master of all trades. He's phenomenal. Nice. So, yeah. That's badass. So, yeah, I picked up a lot off of him.
0: That's so, really cool. I, I really didn't
1: know. That. Even what you know, the fact that I do realism, you know, so I, that's all because of him. Because I was really, when I was really young, my dad said always said practice realism, work on realism, because if you can do realism, you can do anything.
0: Did he make you paint apples?
1: Huh? No, Damn no, it. no. He was never pressured as far what I, what I wanted to do. He just you know let me let me do. So you know, like my own thing, which is funny because a few years back I was showing him some of the paintings and stuff I had done. And he's like, man, I really like it. he says, why is everything you do so dark? Because he he does a lot of religious type stuff when he paints or, you know, bright, happy type stuff. You know, mine's all like dark, demonic, evil, babies getting ripped apart by demons (laughs) kind of thing. And he was like, you know, why? And I'm like, you don't remember? It's like, you did it to me. Because when I was a kid, most people, you know, they get those, you know, your fairy tale books, your Disney books, stuff like that. No, I had Fangoria magazines and black and white, you know, Photo books and stuff of like all the old black and white movies, and you know gotcha. that's that's what I went to sleep with every night. So, uh, so yeah, you know, I was raised on it. I just fell in love with dark, evil stuff, and then of course years later, I found HR Giger and uh, that was it. So
0: yeah, you've you've told me about him too. Um, yeah, that it's crazy how and I hate to even say it because it's a cliche, but I've said it a million times on the show already. Mm -hmm. They're cliches for a reason. Mm -hmm. Like every psychiatrist or psychologist goes back to your childhood. Mm -hmm. It literally all goes, literally, literally, there's one. (laughs) It literally goes back to your, your childhood. Everything develops when you're a kid. It's, it's kind of like me Mm -hmm. with drums. 75% of the reason I play the way I do, Mm -hmm. I grew up in the hair metal era. Yep. Now, I don't play, and I'm not out. I don't play like I'm still in the hair metal era, and I'm I'm not outdated. At least I don't think I am. But if you really kind of pay attention to what I do and how I do it, especially in a Mm -hmm. in a visual presentation, it's written all over me. Yep. I'm a hair. I grew up on that shit. I'm a hair metal. That's
1: that. Yep.
0: Which the irony is, I'm fucking bald. But whatever. (laughs) can't flank my
1: hair no more. I oh, think don't they have that that glue on long hair and not that like what um what what's his name Brett Michaels is doing and stuff with the bandanas to hold the hair. <laughs> no, you just never oh, see I him see. without a bandana.
0: Oh, okay, that's I'm it, sure that's he's it. got a Hell of a skullet under that.
1: Uh, yeah, I, mean, I guarantee you. Because there was there was something when he tried his hand at acting and stuff, there was like some bad movie he put together and did. Oh, it was horrible. I didn't even know that. I only that. saw clips of it. Well, the few clips I saw was horrible. Nah, yeah. you watched it. But he was, no, I, was, yeah, I wanted to. Because it's it one of those It was like, oh, God, this is so bad, it's good. So, but I, I wanted to see it. I never could find it. But it was one of those, because he, he didn't have the bandana on. His hair wasn't long. And, oh, yeah, he he, he, he needed a, like, a lot Hogan's, of Rogaine.
0: Did he have a Hulk Hogan skullet?
1: Huh? oh uh, that's the most famous yeah, skull ever yeah not far not far, not far. He, he was he was well on his way <laughs> yeah it was, it, it was pretty bad Anybody, see, anybody i'm sure they've seen this some others out there have seen the clip they'll know what i'm talking about
0: i've never even i didn't even know he did that yeah
1: he was try, he was trying to start acting i think he like was like wrote it and was producing it or something and yeah it was it, it was horrible <laughs>
0: he, did, he did that rock i love show and got all hooked on the on the tv yeah. cameras
1: no this is long before that Oh, this is long really? this is after kind of the really dying out and, and then this is kind of before because you know how they kind of had their air in the like what was it late 90s early 2000s when they started touring again they brought cc got back on the cocaine and got skinny and they went touring again oh, it was yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. between the end of the 80s that in there and that re- the resurgence their new tours or revitalization or whatever you. it was kind of in that time frame that yeah he did this
0: Oh, uh, now I'm going to so, have to go Google that. Yeah, I'm going to have to throw go, that in you're my you're Google gonna, box and find see what that. I can <laughs> get out of it. It's pretty funny. So,
1: someone I want to say he was like playing, I want to say he was like playing like, like a guy in prison or something like that. And he was like on the other side of the glass wall and he's like had this like, it was like this monologue he was doing. And it, it, like I said, it was just horrible. <laughs> it was.
0: I was in a movie once. So, yeah. I was in a, uh, I was in a, when I was going to AIM, there was a, um, uh, I forget what they call it, the 48-hour film fest or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if they have them up here. I'm sure they do because Louisville seems to have a pretty good movie kind of
1: yeah. scene. I don't Scenes. know what you
0: call it. Anyway, the the way the 48-hour film fest works is you get your people together, however many you've got. you got 48 you hours, hours to make the whole movie. From beginning from to end. end. I think you have to write ha- Yeah, you got to write it. Every yep, day. I've, can't I've have seen it that. Yeah. Yep. So we that's did, impressive. Yeah. Even,
1: even if it comes out like crap, still to put it together, and get a, some kind of a finished pro, yep, project in that time frame, that's it amazing. Was,
0: it was brutal. Yeah. I mean, we would sleep um, in shifts. We would do hour and a half, two hour mm-hmm. naps through the 48 hours, which doesn't, staying up for 48 hours doesn't seem like a lot, but when you're writing and trying to make scenes and build props mm. and costume changes and all that garbage. And you yeah. go, rehearse, memorize shit. lines and yeah. And it, shoot and it, at it. the same shoot time. It, yeah. yeah. 48 Crazy. hours seems like a hundred and Yeah. Um, but I had, I helped write it and I built, uh, helped build a lot of the props and I had one scene. I was a bouncer,
1: bouncer. <laughs> <Awesome>.
0: <laughs> which is even funnier because I had at the time I didn't have any tattoos. So they put me in a long sleeve shirt and I
1: was checking IDs. Awesome. Well, I, I, now, I was never in a movie. Now, I, I was almost in a, a, a big-time video once. Oh, yeah? And there's local, you remember Flaw, local band Flaw? Uh-huh. Okay, yep. yeah. They used to come into body art a lot when I was there, and the um I had done a, one of them's girlfriend had done a decent amount of tattoos on her, and they was shooting, it was their very first video. Mm-hmm. The, you know, they had just gotten signed, they was doing their first video. And they, part of the scene, I can't even remember what the name of the song was, but, um, but part of one of the, one of the scenes they wanted, they wanted like the, it's talking about pain and this and that. And so they wanted her in the chair with me tattooing her. So I was acting like I was tattooing over top of a tattoo I'd already done on her. Right. And they had this through the list, like window, those wall next to the station, you know, they kind of zoomed in on her face and me, you know, like I'm working on her. And so I remember when it came time to on MTV for their big premiere, you know, the world premiere and they showed it and it was nothing but the guys in the band in a bunch of woods. I'm like, what the hell? So, and the next time they came in, I'm like, what happened? It's like, yeah, we put it together and the, the, the producer or the the record company didn't like it. So they shot a new one. I'm like, damn it. So I almost made a big time.
0: (laughs) All right. So, You've listened to the show. Mm -hmm. You know one of the sections I do is social media issues. So this episode of Social Media Issues, I know you guys are going to think I'm being lazy, but I'm really not. Travis and I were talking before I even hit record, so I'm going to let him have this social media issues because I can't make this shit up because you're... One two, three four you're the fifth or sixth person counting myself that has kind of said the same thing so
1: go well like I said earlier I, I have a couple issues with it um one of them um filming i I, I, I don't like the all the filming of live shows now because you lose a lot of mystique and a lot of legend from from the bands I mean my like my example earlier was um Jim Morrison you know there's a whole the whole thing of him whole, on stage, legend of yeah, him. whole legend of him, you know, the because there's, you know, now nobody really care give two shits, but in that time frame, you know, him whipping his junk out on stage, that was like a big deal. But there's all this whole got him mystery. arrested, yeah, got him arrested, thrown in jail. Was was that in Atlanta? It's it either or, in
0: Atlanta or San Francisco? The, I can't some, remember.
1: Yeah, but I mean, yeah, got got his butt thrown in jail for it, and it's like there nobody really knows for sure. Some people say he actually whipped it out. Some people say he just stuck his finger through his pants, through the zipper of his pants. Mm-hmm. You know. And it's like, but there's that whole mystique and that whole legend and that whole story. Well, if you had 500 people in the audience with their phones up recording it, you would know for a fact yep. whether it was or it wasn't. And that would lose its mystique. That would lose its mystery. And it's just, you know, that, that was the stuff that legends were made of. Yep. And you, you lose all that now.
0: I, I agree. And it's, it's funny because doing this show and watching it progress is kind of cool because everybody I've had in here, mm. one of their social media issues has been the same thing. Yeah. And it, even, I did a, one of my solo shows the, before I had anybody in here with me. Mm-hmm. I, I bitched about it. So it's mm-hmm. it's kind of interesting that I, I think the reason I think it's interesting is people hate it. Most of us musicians slash creative people hate mm-hmm. it. But yet everybody still does it.
1: Mm-hmm. We I don't. don't. Yeah, we, I, yeah, know, I know you I never don't. And I and don't. And there again too, and as no one's like, you're watching the world through your screen. Mm-hmm. What 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 happened to being in the moment? What happened to be just man, let's be Same out there, thing. let's party, let's have fun, that's like you know. Yeah. Same
0: thing my buddy Evan said. He said be be yep. in this moment. Mm-hmm. And it sucks for me when I go to a show because as my friend you know this, I'm vertically challenged. Mm-hmm. And I'm not being politically correct. <laughs> Vertically challenged is fucking funnier than short. I'm vertically challenged. <laughs> right. I'm not super, super short. I'm like 5'9", 9, yeah. nine and a half on a good day. Mm-hmm. But m- the average dude is at least 6 foot. Yeah. I can't see over anybody right. anyway. And then...
1: And then you have your arms up the air with those got phones. you arms up with well, the phone. Even, I can't he, see shit. And even still with me, too. Like I said, if I'm standing, you know... Because, I mean, I'm a tall guy. And I normally stand, you know, a little more towards the back. You know, yeah. I still don't have good views. But it's like when I'm trying to watch that stage. And I have the light from 80 other screens flashing back in my face for the recording Tried it's like me it's, not. that's just it's just a distraction it's like oh, i, I it. it's like yeah away from me being able to enjoy the show I just yeah i just i i'm again i'm I'm an old guy so i I talk all the time about how it'd be nice to go back to the days before cell phones
0: true now let me ask you this because this just popped into my head mm-hmm. because you and I were involved in this when we were at kev fest mm-hmm. by the way while we're Sitting in front of my microphone. Thank you for what you did up for KFF. Oh, awesome. no.
1: I just wish I could have done more.
0: While we were doing it, you I was the first one to get a 444 tattoo. Mm-hmm. And Ryan live streamed it. Mm-hmm. I think that stuff is awesome.
1: No, yeah, I think it's are,
0: cool for those kinds of things. Well,
1: that wasn't an event where you have a bunch of crowd of people standing around right. watching. You right. know, this is something where you can reach out to people. You know, and they can see you know into your life and into our lives a little bit. That that's one thing. Right, you know? but that
0: but that's but, what I was going to ask you. What do you think about it on that side of things? And I don't mean just because we are promoting Kefest. I just mean anything. Like if you do a painting or a new tattoo or whatever mm-hmm. you do. And then there's a little bit of video of it. I mm. personally love that because you're going, Hey, check this out. This is what I got.
1: Come down to the shop and see me or
0: whatever it is.
1: you, you know what? And I, I I kind of go back and forth on that one. Because it is it does help reach more people. Right. You know, as far as especially if you're business, you know, or you're trying to promote something you're doing. But like the Virus Dairy Podcast. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Good. But um But I mean I yeah, I like it like it in that aspect. But also at the same time. I, I, I kind of like the old ways, you know, because I mean, basically, literally for us to promote ourselves to tattoo artists, we, pretty much every weekend, you know, we'd all go, everybody from the shop, whatever shop I was at, we'd go out to the bars, we're handing out cards, we're talking to people, right? you know, we're winning people over to come to our shop more with our personality than our artwork, because you didn't always see it, you know, and then True. when they come in the shop, then we have our portfolios laid out, you know, and then they look through the portfolios decide if they want to get tattooed by us or not, but, you know, I, I kind of like the old school days, because there again... In the old school ways, it was more, it was more personal. You know, it was more. Um, I, I, there was I there to was a it.
0: lot more human interaction. Exactly, human, human to human, human interaction. to human
1: interaction. Yes, and it's like I said, I think that's just. I mean, I think that's a big part problem with just people in general nowadays too, because it's like so so many people. I see so many younger kids come in here, you know, to the shop, and when you know I'm working, I'm trying because I'm one. You know, I'm not one of those jackass artists sorry I shouldn't say that but you know put headphones on and sit there and do the tattoo and don't talk to you the whole time you know right. ta- to me tattooing is an experience it's not just a tattoo absolutely it's talking with the artist bullshit with the artist you know people complain to me they you know vent to me and stuff you know I'm kind of a like me yep I'm, ki- I'm kind of a psychologist <laughs> in, a, in a sense you know you're and, my life coach when exactly, I'm yeah. I'll, sa- I'll say it. I feel here sorry now. for your life if I'm the coach.
0: Oof, well, true. <laughs> I, I'll say it here now because some people know this. A lot of people don't know this about me. I, it's obvious. I have tons of tattoos. Mm-hmm. You've done the majority of my. You've touched every inch of my inked parts of my body because some of my tattoos you fixed. Mm-hmm. What I'm getting at is what a lot of people don't know is I fucking hate <laughs> getting tattooed.
1: I hate it. <laughs> I, I, I get- <laughs> pressure to Steve a good tattoo fuck you fuck fuck you man fuck you I hate you man fuck you and then I stop tattooing he's like sorry man man I really love you man it just really hurts you know I go back to tattooing fuck you
0: it's
1: pretty accurate yeah. I tell everybody that it's funny it's
0: pretty, I, it's, hey I, I admit it I, I I wear that badge of wimpiness with pride but what makes me a badass is I don't fucking move. No,
1: you don't move. You I hold, sit like a rock, real still. You, you're, yeah, you're awesome at that one. So, and plus, you entertain me because it makes me laugh whenever you cuss. <laughs> so, I, I, well, really I hate it when.
0: I hate it because your station is downstairs near the front door, mm-hmm. so I always have to look. Depending on how I'm sitting, if I could see the door, I always have to look to Let's see who's, see coming, who's in, coming in, whether I should center my mouth or not. <laughs> uh,
1: it's a tattoo shop. There you go. They better expect custom when they Yeah, walk but in yours there.
0: is a little classy,
1: though. It, well, it is your classy. classy. It, it is classy, but we're still people too. We're still human. Well, fair so, enough. Yeah. Well, yeah. some of us are human. Well,
0: <laughs> but yes, yeah. I I like the. I like the whole experience of it. All jokes aside, I mean, I really do hate getting tattooed. I can't stand the pain of it, blah, blah, blah. But it's worth it because I love the... End result and all that. But right. the, the actual experience of going and hanging out with you, and we talk about all kinds of things, and it inevitably it always turns into a
1: Prince discussion. <laughs> no. Which is cool. Well, every once in a while, it, cool. was, it stayed more jellyfish than it did Prince.
0: Yeah, we did get on a jellyfish kick.
1: We got a strong jellyfish kick. For yeah. That
0: was, <laughs> well, when you, I, I don't know if I figured out that you liked them or you figured out that I liked them, but we had that moment I, where, I had
1: Holy my, shit! I had my radio playing, and they came on. I had my MP3 player, and they That's came right. on. And you were like, what the hell? You know, yeah, I was shocked that, it, yeah, that, yep, that you like, yeah, that it was I, me that figured them.
0: out that you liked, okay, yeah, yeah. but no, you, you're you're 100 percent right. I think the, um, I think a lot of the human to human connection is gone, it's, and, and it's people, lost. yeah, people legitimately don't fucking know how to talk yeah. to each other
1: anymore. My, no, that's what I was saying. It's like you know, I will get kids, that will come in, and like I said, they they won't say a word, and I'll will try and try to talk to them and after about you, now 15 minutes when, when they're is, sitting in your chair. Well, yeah, while they're yeah. sitting in my chair while I'm working on them, you know, it's just like. You know, you'll say something that you get the yeah no huh what yeah no but and, the whole time it's just is like is in their what? Fucking phone. Yeah, yeah exactly and they want to play on the phone they don't want, and it's like okay and then I'll just shut up and I'll just work will if they don't want to talk they don't want to talk but it's just right. kind of like you know that's kind of like I said that to me has always been part of the experience you know even getting tattooed myself is bullshitting with the artist that was working on me You yeah know what I mean it's that's just well part I think
0: of it. I think w- along with the I think along with the human to human connection people don't and I think experience is a great word, people don't hold on to the experience or appreciate the experience enough of whatever right. it is. Right. Going to a show, getting tattooed, uh, is is mundane as cleaning mm-hmm. your car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cleaning your car sucks and I know that's a fucking stretch, but think about when you go, you set out to do it, you get done with it, you're like, holy shit, I accomplished it. My car exactly. looks good. You, people don't have, they, they seem have to that, not have yeah. that kind of, they want everything now. They want everything yep. yesterday and they just want to not deal with mm-hmm. it. But on the flip side, and this is the smart ass in me, then people wonder why they're so fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't know. Yeah. Dude, take five a, minutes medicine. get your phone out of your face, face and figure yep. something
1: out. Exactly. I don't get like it. I said, anyway, that's one with me too. Like, not too... Like, what was it, Last summer, um, You 2 came to town. Mm-hmm. And I had always wanted to see them. And it was the, the, the 30-year anniversary of the Joshua Tree. Mm-hmm. Literally... <laughs> literally sorry <laughs> I, I've heard you cotton podcast powercast not too much there. I, that's, I think that every time but um,
0: it's it's infectious yeah
1: yep you want me to do it for you you go ahead literally there you go yeah you got that little British accent there it sounds good
0: it's the only word I can say British that actually works yeah
1: hey at least you can I can't do it <laughs> I, I can do a hillbilly accent and that's about it because I'm raised in the country but that's all I can do <laughs> But at the YouTube concert I was thinking, you know, if I had my phone in front of, well actually they'll go back to explain this another way we went there, like I, said, I I loved them for years. I, right. Rattling Hum and Joshua Tree. I bet I had five cassette tapes of each where I wore them out where I listened to them so damn much. Oh, so they, God. Joshua and there, Tree changed the world. Yeah. Like and there was out. a time frame, too. You know, my teenage angst. You know, you're falling in love with girls. You're falling out of love with girls. All that shit. You know, that got me through a lot of that shit. Right. And listening to them. And like I said, when I went to the show, I mean, listen, there's, there's one point... Um, well, you know, it came on and like Juanita looked over and she kind of freaked out because I started getting teary eyed, you know, because it, it totally took me back to, right. you know, my junior high years. Right. You know, I mean, I was like, I was like instant time travel. And it's like if I was sitting there staring through my phone trying to record it, You'd have I'd, be, I'd be so focused on, okay, I got to keep them in shot. I got to keep them in screen. Let's do yep. that. I would have lost that experience. Yep. I would have lost that you know, and that's one of the things I you know, I've told people about that, you know, that moment where it just oh it just got me so teary eyed, you know. You would have like, missed, I, that missed that emotion. I would have missed that emotion. I would have missed that experience. Yep. And then the concert wouldn't have stuck with me and I'm sure I'll remember that for years. You know, oh, it was my first time getting to see him and I I mean I was in it. You know, and the phone wouldn't just take you right out of it. Right.
0: So. I I've said this on the show before and so Stacy knows I'm not busting her balls or Busting her chops because she doesn't... I actually, she balls, does kind of so. have balls. kind of <laughs> a ballsy chick. <laughs> so. Anyway. Her uh, fig- figurative. Figurative balls. balls. Or, or, or as I like to say, she, girl got ovaries of steel. There you um, go. Anyway, I'm not picking on her, but she mm. has kind of that habit of whipping her phone out.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, my wife does too.
0: And we went to see... Um, and I will talk about this a lot more in depth later on a different episode uh, because a- Angie Aparo is a very, very amazing artist who people don't know who he is. But I turned her on to Angie when we were we started dating. And then he finally came. Yes, his name's Angie, and he's a guy. He's amazing. He came to uh, Exit Inn Nashville, I think, in mm-hmm. a couple hours from here. And I said, I'm finally going to take you to see Angie. I've seen him nine or ten times. Wow. Amazing songwriter, amazing singer, just unbelievable. So long story short, we go down to Nashville, and we watch a show. And she starts to pull her phone out, and I looked at her and I said, "You get two pictures, and that's it." Yep. She's like, You're, what is wrong with you?" I said, "Trust me.
1: You get. You've never this. seen him.
0: Please, just put your damn phone in yep. your purse this one time." Yep. And Next time a, you can pull it out all the it, but this, this time I'm just this is a true story. It. Yep, this is a true story. Mm-hmm. About halfway through the show, I look over and she's crying. She's all. Uh, she's yep. so is
1: she sucked into yep. it. Yep. Sucked
0: into it. We get through the show, and, and I meet him. He kind of half ass remembers me. I'm not saying that we're friends. I just, mm-hmm. we've seen, I've seen him so many times. He's like, hey, I remember you. Look you. I remember yeah. you. Yeah. Remember so it, it's yeah. nothing like I'm name yeah. dropping. I just, it was cool that he remembered me. Yeah. And I, you know, I, hey, this is my <laughs> Stacy. <me>. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Anyway, I took a couple pictures, and then we hung out, and we got in the car, and she didn't say anything for, I don't know, 50 miles. Yeah.
1: Just and sitting she, there, taking it yep. all
0: in. And I was driving, That's and awesome. I didn't, I didn't talk to her. I didn't say a word because I knew what she was kind of thinking, and where her head was. So I just, I left her alone.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: About fifty miles or so, she kind of looks over at me and she says, uh, "She says, is that what it's like for you?" Mm-hmm. I said, "Yeah, times about fifty or a hundred, depending on the, on the, the setting and the the musical mm-hmm. situation I'm in." But I said, "Yeah, it's usually like that." She goes wow I fucking get it and when she set that and was wrecked the car I was like oh my god yeah. and, and it was, but it was it was amazing because yeah. if she would have had her phone out she would have missed miss that. that whole thing she'd been so focused thing. on yep. getting
1: in frame and zooming in and getting yep. the right lighting and adjusting what filter you want yeah, it, yep. yeah I mean that, that's what I say they always say you know the life passing you by type yep. stuff Pe- that's happened to so much to people, so yep. much to people. And don't get me wrong; I mean, I'm not judging anybody for because I mean, I, I my step when I finally, when I finally broke down and got into the smartphone things, oh, I got sucked in for a good bit too. I was on my phone all the damn time. Oh yeah. And now it's like I'm looking for every excuse to get away from my phone.
0: Well, I think it's so it's, it's of, just like anything. I mean, I. I I've said this every episode and I'll keep saying it until people start emailing me and tell me to quit fucking saying it. Quit talking about it. (laughs) Technology is the worst, greatest thing ever invented.
1: Oh yeah. It's a, it's a love hate. It's a, it's a, you know, yeah.
0: You can do so much good with it and you can do so much bad and then Mm -hmm. you just, I I don't know.
1: So one of my other issues is the, like I said, I feel, I was saying earlier, I I feel sorry for the kids and stuff nowadays because. Anybody can just you can just boom hop online and download a song second it, it comes out and have it and you know on your iPod whatever and you go one of the things I missed and I didn't realize this till not too long ago when I was actually doing it right. running around myself is the enjoyment of the search and the hunt for because I remember back in the day an album comes out a record comes out watch well, mm-hmm. yeah it wasn't CDs back then it was I'm I'm going back to cassette tapes and stuff. But, um, you know, if the one run-
0: don't remember a number two pencil, huh
1: yeah, exactly you you, you you, you a you never, exactly, <laughs> oh, many times, many times um but the, you know that was part of the enjoyment was running around to all the different record shops and stuff like that, trying to find the one that hadn't sold out of it yet, you know, right, that was part of the excitement, you know,
0: when we were talking, I called and, it the ritual,
1: yeah, the ritual, exactly, I mean that that's just that that was that was a big part of the excitement I mean, when you got it and you blared it all the time, you know, and then of course, then all your buddies, over there, oh, yeah. hey, make, make me a copy, man, maybe me maybe make me a copy, you know, but it's like, that's gone. the word mixtape. Yeah, exactly. That's where it all came from. I, I don't know how many mixtapes I had, you know, I mean, that I made, made back in the day. And it's just, that's, that's just gone. You know, that's what the, sucks.
0: I remember sitting in front of the, the, shitty boombox I had because mm-hmm. not poor violin poor me I just I, I didn't have shit when I was oh, growing up oh same way yeah, I had but the, I had a what, shitty boombox what was, what was
1: the, the, the famous cheap brand was it like GPX or something like that yep. or, yeah GPXs. I remember those and yeah. then
0: the next step up was Magnavox if you had a Magnavox, a Magnavox that was, you were the shit that
1: was awesome but yeah yep <laughs> but I remember yeah, that for those that, that couldn't
0: record uh, or couldn't afford Pioneers yep. and Alpines and all that oh. bullshit but I remember sitting in front of that shitty boombox listening to the Local rock station, whatever it was, I waiting for to hit, a <laughs> Trying to hit me. Yeah, see? It's been like
1: four hours, <laughs> yeah. waiting. And, and then you got pissed off because the damn DJ wouldn't shut up and talk through the whole intro of the song. You're like, shut oh, up, dude.
0: <laughs> yeah, see?
1: Yep. That's the one thing where That I, was That was, the, yeah, it was so much fun. So yep. much like, That's one thing they, that kids just will they, never... They'll, they'll never experience uh-uh. now. And, it's and like, they man, think it's, it's funny
0: in this, because I teach... And I get teenagers, and I talk about some of the quote mm. old stuff, and they just look at me like I'm a moron. And I'm going, "Come on, man! You, that was a great. Time. Everything that is at so your fun. fucking fingertips. Yeah. you don't have to. You don't work want for anything. Shit. No, you don't, you don't work for it. You don't nope.
1: want for it. It's nope. just there. And it's like, man, that's. There's, I don't I, Maybe that's part of the problem with like kids nowadays with that whole entitlement and stuff, you know. And they, mm-hmm. I, you know, maybe I'm just an old fucker, and <laughs> I don't understand today's generation. So, I don't either Enough yeah. of that
0: shit Because yeah. I want to talk about something cool
1: Okay Because
0: you're not a musician mm-hmm. I can't do stories from the stage But in your honor I've yeah. got Stories from the chair yeah. Alright, so Because okay. you're not a musician I want you to give me one of your favorite or one of your most memorable stories from no. the chair.
1: No, I, I, I'm now we'll do my stories from the chair. But I do have a couple, uh, at least at least one good story from the stage. Do you? Yes, I do.
0: You're making me look like a fool on so, my own show. No, shape. no,
1: no. But I, I don't know if I've told you about this before. But I, I think I've mentioned some friends I had from back in the day. Um, they, um, uh, Ronnie Jones and Shane Wiglow. Guitar player. They used to be in a band called Joneson. Yup.
0: Uh, yeah, that rings a bell. Well,
1: I, like I so said, I used to hang out with that. You know, my um, old roommate Jeff Phillips was the bass player for the band. I like, said, so, so I was hanging out with them like all the freaking time.
0: We have to have thousands of hours of yeah. conversation between the two of us. Now that I think about it, yeah, because well, that's got, why it took so long for that to ring a bell. Be like, oh yeah, we got a,
1: a that, lot. Yet. We've yeah we yeah we. How many do you think with?
0: I've got? My arms in my leg. Uh,
1: gee, I have. I have no squirrel clue. Moment, but yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I'd say at least a hundred we've got total hundred hours or more yeah i'd say more so yeah i mean but i'm a bad judge of time man I, I, hey, you are you're yeah, terrible I,
0: anyway carry on I, yeah
1: <laughs> but um no they but they they had their, their group at the time it was called um jones the band was called jones and they had this little segment in the middle of their show that they would do and they called it bonging with jones and so and i was the one every time and the, the first one because they always try to get a few people up on stage But I was always, every time I was the first one because they knew I'd do it. So (laughs) I hop right up on stage and do a beer bong on stage with them. Nice. I did have a good God. At least I don't even know how many times I did a Tiger. So, yeah. I was back in the. Back in the way back in the day, (laughs) way back, back. I I, I never, I never saw
0: the toy tiger. I was, I was here. It was a a
1: beautiful, disgusting, nasty, wonderful place. It was the old ladies' rock bar. Is really what it was. was, And I get
0: that. In, in, I guess while we're here, while we're talking about the toy tiger, because Mm -hmm. I'm not from here, Mm -hmm. I can say this and not feel a damn bit bad about it. There's a few people in Louisville that just can't get over the past.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean. I, I had, it was gone. The bar's gone. leave yeah. it alone. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's but not I mean, back. yeah. Oh, the only time I talk about it is if I'm just telling some stupid story. No, maybe no, 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 I there. But it. I mean, not- but I know some people. I mean, there's still people going out trying to find and wear around toy tiger T-shirts. It's like really, it's <laughs> gone. You know, it's it's, it's over. It's, anyway, you know, sorry, carry on. but so that, that that's yeah. My one, you do my have one. a stage story. So I do cool. have a stage story, but yeah. No, but I, I think what one of the funniest ones because I'm kind of jaded over the years, so I don't really don't find anything like that crazy to me. But I have to kind of go back to when I first started tattooing and kind of get So, this is your story from the chair. This now. is my story from the chair. Yes. Cool. Story from the chair. Very early on. I maybe been tattooing six months. So, you know, I really wasn't experienced at all. And had this lady come oh, in. Oh, you were a newbie. I was, I was a newbie. I was, I was yeah. <laughs> I was a baby. But, um, no, I had this, this lady come in. It was it's kind of one of those two. Because this, this was a time frame where, you know, it was just starting to kind of get those soccer moms and stuff coming in. Right. You know, I mean, when because when I first started it, you know, I mean, it was still you know your bikers and your outlaw and culture, your outlaws yeah. and all that, and military, and that was it. You know, um, if you tattooed a chick, she was a biker chick. You know, but and uh, you she know, could
0: probably whip your
1: ass. I, yeah, oh, she definitely whipped my ass. So, especially <laughs> that time frame when I was six two and one hundred thirty pounds, man, I was all bones. anybody whipped my ass? But <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but you know, I had, I had this lady come in and she is dressed really nice. She had this you know little sundress on and. She wanted this little design on her hip, so, you know, I got it ready for and I asked her, you know, if she wanted a curtain for privacy, because I said, you know, she's going to have to pull her sundress up so I could get to the area, and, you know, said I don't want her exposed, and, you know, for everybody, she's like, oh, no, don't worry about it, she's like, I'm not that bashful, It's like, okay, you know, I'm just assuming, you know, got her underwear on, she'll just pull it up a little bit and keep it, you know, you know, as modest as what we can, so, while she's standing there, you know, I turn around, and I start setting up my station and getting everything ready, she's kind of standing behind me, and we're kind of chatting a little bit, and then I turn around to, you know, Tell her, okay, come over so I can, you know, lay the stencil. And she's wearing nothing but her high heels. <laughs> so, yeah, I was kind of like, uh, 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 uh. And but, so, you know, terrible, lay the Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I mean, she was, she was, you know, at this time frame, I you mean, know, I was in my mid 20s. I'd say she was like about, probably about my age or maybe a little older, late 40s, early early 50s, somewhere around there. And, you know, she she had a very nice body. She paid a lot of money for it, you could tell. And she wanted to show it off, well, so good and, for her. and it was the funny thing. But like, so we laid still, later down, you know, and you get guys coming into the, you know, the room, and they'd be like, "Oh crap, sorry," you know, trying to leave. She'd be like, "No, come on in, I'm fine." So yeah, she was, she was just looking to show it off. But <laughs> yeah, that, that was pretty fun. That was one of my early like shockers. So that's
0: pretty good, then. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's pretty.
0: Yeah. Well, nobody got hurt. No, nobody got hurt. Everybody got an eyeful. No.
1: I, I At least she wasn't ugly. At, yes, she was not ugly. She was a very pretty lady. Well, that one that kind of got her maybe say emotions hurt. I had this one girl too one time. She came in. She was wearing scrubs. The same thing. She was getting tattooed on her on her hip, and so you know is one of those she had scrubs. So she pulled down. So we didn't put a curtain or anything. There was no need for it. She had a couple friends with her, and I don't know what it was, sensations or whatever, but she enjoyed it a little too much. <laughs> and at one point, she she had to reach down and grab my arm. And she just convulsed away and, of course, turned blood red. And so, of course, you know, God, everybody had orgasm right there in the chair. So, <laughs> and the funniest thing was, she kind of dealt with that one. went on. But then it was about two weeks later, um, some buddies of mine, we were all going out. And I had, there's this pool hall. It was over in Indiana. And I had never <laughs> been there before. And we showed up. And it was one of those, like a pool hall, but they had tables too where you just sat and drink. And that's what we were doing. We were just kind of sitting there hanging out drinking. Right. And so the lady comes out to service and she comes up to, Hey, what can I get you? She looks around the table. She looks at me, face turned blood red, turned around and walked off. It was the same girl. Oh, she was so embarrassed <laughs> by it again. So that she ran into because I, yeah, I, don't, I never saw her again after that. I think but, she was so embarrassed that she, had an orgasm in front of everybody like that but did you finish so, the tattoo i did finish the tattoo well, so yeah she, she got the tattoo finished it was a small one a little simple one right so but yeah I, I thought that was pretty funny even the second time i saw her she was still so embarrassed she had to leave so then she had another lady come over her service so that's crazy
0: <laughs> I, I don't know what i do in that situation but I, I there's a part of me it's like it's it's over now I yeah just, it's like it, well it is, it is. exactly
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, she seemed to be a pretty modest, you know, she was, you know, serving a bar. She seemed to be a pretty modest person. I think that was a big shocker for her. So. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I but, could see that. It's, <laughs> it, it's weird what embarrasses funny. people. Oh, it's, yeah, it's so funny. <laughs>
0: so, I have a story from the chair. Because mm-hmm. I've been in your chair a million, million times. times. There was once, and I don't remember how long ago it was. I'll call it three years. Mm-hmm. Um, because it took from start to finish, obviously, different sessions and all that garbage, but start to finish my right arm took yep. a little over two years.
1: Yep. Right? Yeah. Right. It was a long process. It was yeah. Like, yeah,
0: there's a lot of work in my right arm and mm-hmm. those have seen it. No, because no. I get complimented on it all the time. I and mean, you still get people to come so, in and well, shout. Oh yeah. Up. Say, Hey, oh, the yeah, vampire yeah, arm. Yeah. I want
1: that guy. Yep. Uh, or I want, or I hear the, uh, the drummer with all the that. faces. Yeah, the so, yeah. Yeah.
0: I get, you get that one too, but we were going to do the, um, whatever the tattoo expo was that year. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had I guess a month before. It was mm. about a month. Because we you and I sat down and we were like, all right, we're gonna do all the touch ups. We had to finish we're one piece up. on it. Yep, tighten up we gonna, anything we need to tighten yeah, up Yeah, and then we we're gonna have it ready up.
1: To compete. Yep.
0: So we did in your shop, uh, you and I did a ten hour day. That Remember day. that? Wow.
1: It was no, really... I try to block those days out. When thought, those long days kill me. I try to forget about Should the long kill days. Kill you? Fuck off! Yeah.
0: Now, for the record, it wasn't straight ten hours of needles in my arm. It wasn't anything like that. I mean, we yeah. took breaks and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And you drew some stuff to, to yeah. kind of form it and shape it. Yeah. But the reason that sticks out so much, not just because we were both awesome and didn't want to kill each other at the end of the day You're after right. ten hours. Yeah. Fast forward, we went to the tattoo show. And we put me in the competition mm-hmm. for, I forget what the category was. Probably best
1: sleeve. it's probably sleeve category. Probably best yeah.
0: arm sleeve or whatever. Yeah. Uh, or full color sleeve. That's what it was. It was. Full I color sleeve. Yep. yep. And when I got up there, the judges decided right at that moment that they were going to flip the way they were sitting. They literally flipped the stage. Nope. They already did two. I'm not doing three. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, he just pointed at me waiting for me to do the British thing. And I, you only get two a show, kids. Two a show. Two a show. Okay. Uh, so they they literally flipped the stage. They were on their their chairs were on the back of it. The chairs and the table were on the back of the stage, mm. and they wanted to put the chairs and the table at the, at the front of the stage so they could have their back to the crowd. Yeah. And while I'm standing up there, they're more worried about their chairs, and they just looked at each rushing one of them. Yeah, they and, rushed through me. Oh yeah, that looks great, man. Yeah. And well, not only you, I bet you, I
1: bet there was a couple of them that they rushed through and did that too, and it's like. Really? Yep. Really? Yeah. Yep.
0: And that was, and I'll say it so you, so you're off the hook. But that was the last year you went. Yep. You haven't gone yep. back since.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we, you and I were a little pissy. We were like, yeah. really? Yeah. Just at least look. At, <laughs> at least yeah. At least take the time to look at it. If it doesn't yeah. win, doesn't win. You know. I yeah. Because I mean, there are two with the competitions. I mean, I learned that early on. They're it's so much of what the judges, what the judges like. Because most of the competitions, most of the time when people enter stuff. It's good work, no matter what. Absolutely, and so I it, mean, I saw some boils, beautiful work there. Yeah, exactly. And it boils down to what the judges are into. Because I give examples. When I first started going, I mean, I was traveling a lot, and I had a lot of the same people as going to compete. Right. Well, they were all local shows, so pretty much at every show, all the contestants for each of the categories were the same contestants. Right. You know, so I was going up against the same exact same people. I go to one show, get 12, 13 awards in one show. Go to the very next show. Same contestants competing, just different judges getting nothing. Right, you know it's just what the judges like. So right, yeah, it's all. I just, I just relevant. remember but you. But at and least I- show the respect to look at the work and you know acknowledge it, and right. then. Move take yeah. take
0: forty five seconds to a minute to exactly. look at my you arm. And if
1: they wanted to move the tables, that's fine. Stop the line. Yeah, get stop the tables the line. moved. Yep. Get settled. Okay, we good. We good. Okay, now come on. You yeah. know, and just show that respect. I just so thought it all. was a little
0: rude. It is. It's <laughs> rude. That's why I said respect. It, it yeah. was, they
1: were. It was that type of stuff. Just downright rude. It
0: was, it was very rude. But I, you know? I'll, I'll never forget sitting. We were in a, your shop for. It was it was literally 10, 10 and a half hours. I mean, yeah. it was a long day. Long time. And I remember I texted you the next morning, and I said I fucking hate your face because my arm hurts so bad. Yep.
1: I've gotten that a few times from people. Yeah, you get it from me every time. Every time. <laughs> that's part. That's part of the fun. That's part of why I got into tattooing. You are kind I, of the I, sadist. I, yep, love hurting people, and I love shaving people too. So it's kind of except me. You never get to shave me. You deprive me of that.
0: <laughs> no I don't I just don't want you cutting me so, no, no, I'm weirdly good. I trust you with a tattoo I'm, needle but not a razor I am
1: good with a shaver a razor. actually I you can, are pretty I can good shave cause cause you I mean, you will boom I'll knock it out in a heartbeat I nice just lied baby but smooth I just lied mm-hmm.
0: you shaved me once
1: I did shave okay. you with
0: sh- the 444 four, four thing because oh. I didn't think I was going to no, get we're it that gonna day. Do it so okay yep and you did shave me I did shave you see so at least well, so at least time. you got it I get
1: to shave like two squares. well it's funny too
0: it's funny because every time I make an appointment with you and I show up and you've got all your stuff laid out, you always, I always have the razor. razor yep. And Hammond. I look at it and I go, dude, what, it's what, me. Go, Fuck, it is you. Habit. <laughs> <Yep. laughs> have it. <laughs> have it. But it's still funny because the look on your face, you're like, oh my God.
1: Aww. Yeah. Aww. This one's It's just my fetish. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <sighs> all right. So let's move on to what are you listening to? All right, so what are you jamming on? What's got your,
1: besides Prince? Besides Prince, that's <laughs> that's a given. Uh, you know what? I'm Honestly, I've not been getting into new stuff lately. It doesn't matter. I've been matter. going back to oh, a little older and kind of revisiting. This is the one, of course, everybody at the shop's been giving me shit for it, but I think it's just one of those growing up with and listening to it, you know, my mom listening to it. I have actually been getting into Neil Diamond. I can't. don't get me out of the house. No, no no no, no, no. no, no, no. I cannot show you
0: because of where it is located in <laughs> mm-hmm. my house. Mm-hmm. Or actually, it's in my office, but it's mm-hmm. behind you and you can't it see it because it all it's the okay. Yes. I have two Neil Diamond box sets.
1: Oh, awesome. Yep.
0: And I, I am not throwing you under the yep. bus,
1: my friend. So that's and cool. And for
0: anybody that decides they want to bust our balls, go ahead. That dude has written oh. five thousand songs. Oh wow. He fucking wins.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I, anybody you know, that can
0: crank out five thousand songs—that's yeah. crazy.
1: Well, I remember when I was younger because my mom had this old white Monte Carlo that had an eight-track player. Yes. And That yes. was all. Had. And she had two eight tracks. One was Elvis. And the other one was the jazz singer.
0: That's a great record.
1: The jazz singer was freaking awesome. You ever seen the movie? Uh, oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so I actually like the movie because I like the whole build of the story to that final song that you know the, the struggles of back and forth because you know it's life. You, you know? know what though? So.
0: We'll talk about this in a second, but I think mm-hmm. I need to go rewatch that because I made you rewatch Under the Cherry Moon. Yes,
1: I'm yeah. going to go rewatch I, it that, that. Yeah. Show. Oh, I, so I, actually, I've watched it a few times now again since uh, and and now just because it, don't I don't wasn't you? yet. What you gave me that perspective on it, it was like holy shit! Now it's genius. You All know, right, I, no, we'll go. But, we'll, we'll, we'll go, get to go that back in a second. Back to Neil Diamond. But no, I have really, I've really been getting back into Neil Diamond. Like I said, because you know we had that talking about being young here, and one, one year um, Neil Diamond was coming to Louisville, and it's like you know what? It's like you know I like the music, but he's much older at this time. He know? just
0: so, came last summer.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, I know. But now this, but this was this is probably about sixteen years ago, seventeen years ago oh, when you, he came. You. And but he's you know, still older. I'm starting to think you know. I, I, I want to hear about one of those. I'm sure he's not going to sound the same. He's not going to sound like that eight track. You know, he's not going to, he's not going to, you know, jam out on stage and get around right. and stuff like that. But you know, my mom loved him and I would take her to Elvis, but of course he's dead. So, and was the next best thing. So I took her to that and i tell you what, that was one of the best freaking concerts. He did it in the round. And that SOB was all over that stage. Oh, yeah. Every direction. His backup singer. It was just, it was just He's the so consummate performer. High energy. And just, he sounded great. I was like, how, you know, because most people, as they get older, the voice turns to crap. That's yep. just natural, you know. You're, he still sounded great.
0: Well, and I wrote in my book, um, in one of the chapters, I talk about my early musical influences and all that kind of garbage. But mm-hmm. it, um, one of the things I wrote in my book, and I firmly believe this,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Neil Diamond, Hot August Mm Night, was a live record he did. He Mm -hmm. released it in 1973, 72 Mm -hmm. or 73, I can't remember. I still think it's one of the greatest live records ever. And the reason I think that is not only were the songs great, Mm -hmm. it's one of the only live records, especially from that era when they were doing all the live albums. Mm -hmm. They didn't touch it.
1: They just recorded and put it out. They pushed record. Damn.
0: They pushed stop. They took it to the studio, listened to it all the way through, and the only thing they cut were some of the lengths, yeah, um, like of, pauses, pauses in between like songs right. where they had to change instruments and stuff. That's the only thing they literally cut out. Yeah, and they pressed it and released it. It's never been touched. Wow, that's, it was it was mastered a little bit to compress it a little bit, but that but, doesn't yeah. count. Everything gets mastered.
1: Mastered, yeah. But I mean, that, there again, that 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 that's, that's a testament that's to how good that his professionalism, is. how perfect Absolutely. he was. I mean, it was just, yeah, he. He's awesome. And so. in
0: 72, 73, again, whenever that record came out, he yeah. was the shit back then. Oh, yeah. Was, oh, yeah. He was angry.
1: He was huge. He was a
0: pop, pop star, star, but he mm. was angry. Mm-hmm. And he had some shit he wanted to he say. say. Yep. He was amazing back yep. then.
1: Yeah. So, now, like I said, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah I've, I've been Have you ever heard that, that record? No, I have not. <gasps> I have not. So like hey, I'm, I'm just king. I, I, you know, I said, I'm just getting back into him now. I'm going. All right. I'm giving now. you homework. Okay. I will. I will. I will, I will do some. Night. Hot Listen August to that. Night, so. Find yep. the deluxe version. Okay. Because
0: the deluxe version has five or six songs. I can't Extra remember off the top of them. my head that weren't on the original release. Okay. They re-released it. Um, I guess like in. in 2000 or something. Okay. Actually, it might've been 2002 30th anniversary, whatever. Okay. They re-released it um and they put those extra five or six songs that were they
1: he did them at the show they just cut them out in yeah. the original yeah. yep but no yeah that's yeah it's yeah, a great yeah. record but he's awesome and then also too been back on because i hadn't heard him forever um oh Jesus meatloaf bad out of hell amazing mm-hmm.
0: album i Whole i'm thing. weird on meatloaf yeah on, tons yeah. tons of respect no, 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 no. His music, not mm-hmm. him as a person. I'm, right. I don't yeah. know anything about him as a yeah. person. No, no. I'm just some uh, of his movies. Yeah. He was pretty funny, but some of his records, mad respect for what he did and what he was trying to do. I just, I'm not a huge fan of it. No,
1: well, and here's like, and for me, it's it's not all Meatloaf. It's just, it's bad out of him, Jim Steinem, mm-hmm. bad out of hell. Oh, that, even, even when he team. got back with Jim Steinem and did back into hell, eh, yeah. But that first one, because I mean, that was there again, That was their younger years—the angst, the anger, the rah, and you know, yeah, you know, all that pent-up energy, don't yep. know what the fuck to do with it, kind yep. of stuff coming all out on that album. That—that's you know, come I, on, I, that was am- to me that album was just <laughs> freaking amazing. Oh, I died a dashboard light. Oh my god, even though it's a fucking thirty-minute song, <laughs> you know, it just it does that. It sums up teenage years and Absolutely. life and regrets, and you know, and it, 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 man, it's amazing. And mostly that, I know that's Jim Steinem because he wrote all the stuff. Right. He's, you know, but.
0: I think there's a certain, we'll call it a mindset Mm -hmm. in certain musicians, Mm -hmm. artists, whatever you want to call them. But since we're talking about music, we'll call them musicians. There's a certain mindset that when you reach that level you're trying to get to, if you have the right mindset, you can keep going. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is one of my favorite stories ever. Uh, D Snyder was talking about the record company was trying to get him to write another hit after we're not going to take it. And he said this in an interview. So he it it came from his mouth. Mm -hmm. He said, you know, I'm sitting out by my pool with a yellow legal pad. I'm looking at my mansion and I'm looking at my boat and my two cars and my motorcycle in the driveway. I just really wasn't pissed off anymore. And I couldn't write a fucking thing. Yep. He said, I got everything I was trying to get. I, 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 I can't can, top yep. myself. I'm not mad anymore. I'm not mad. Yep. It's interesting and, because there's other artists that have done it.
1: Yeah. They've ke- they, keep they keep going because they, they could, keep that they mindset. They can keep that mindset. Yep. But it's like, yeah, and, and, and another band, Guns N' Roses. You know, yep. Appetite, oh my God. End all be all. Love that fucking album. Great, right? But everything afterwards, they got cushy. They got too much given to them. They got too soft. It's like, you know, and don't get me wrong, I like to use your illusion one or two. But I liked it. Yeah, I didn't love it. Yeah, I didn't play those albums five hundred times, six hundred times, seven hundred times straight through like I did Appetite. Yeah, you know? A- A- Appetite so, changed the landscape. And, yeah, and as I said, they were just—that's one of those, you know. Like I said, they—you they, know—they they just that edge. They just lost that edge. You know, some people can if they stay in the right mindset. You right. know, and oh, I agree absolutely. with that one. Yeah, but it, but it, but it, that's not an easy thing to do. And that honestly, for people that can, even says more to their ability. Yeah, because I mean, it's hard to stay in that angry mindset when. You get everything you want handed to you on know, a silver platter at any moment at any time. Absolutely.
0: You, know? you want to hear a little cool piece of history? What's that? Uh, one of the bands I was in, Exit Left, we recorded a record in two thousand two, three, two thousand mm-hmm. two, three, something like that. Um Actually, some of the music in the show is from Exit Left. The social media issues mm-hmm. music is from that record. Anyway, we recorded it at one place and we mixed it in another place. Mm-hmm. The place we mixed it at. Tiny little studio up in this place called Hushden, Georgia, which is 30 miles north of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Walking to the studio, tiny place, and over in the corner, there's this big ass tape machine. I Look over, and I'm like, "That's kind of cool." By this, by 2003, mm-hmm. everybody's doing Pro Tools and shit. You don't? I don't know if you know the story or not. No, I don't think so. so. I'm looking over at it, and the guy goes, "That's pretty cool, isn't it?" And I said, "Yeah, man, that thing's huge." He said, "Go look at the plaque on it." I mean, like, what? And I walk over and. I'm, on the left side of it, there's a tiny plaque. How big would you say that mm. is? Eight by eight inches. We'll call yeah. it that for yeah. audio purposes. Um, it was the eight app machine, the reel-to-reel tape machine, mm. that recorded the drums for Appetite for Destruction.
1: Oh, Steven Adler. Wow. Yep. Wow. So
0: I'm literally standing in front of a piece of history. The studio That's out amazing. in California um, uh-huh. started with an R. Wrote, uh, doesn't matter. It started with an R. I can't remember the damn name of it. Mm. Somewhere in the late 90s, they sold a lot of their gear so they could upgrade to all the new technology.
1: Yeah, find more digital. Yeah, uh,
0: well, it was the beginning of the digital switchover. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But anyway, long story short, this dude, through two buyers, wound up with this ADAP machine. And it was the real one. It was legitimate. Uh, It it wasn't a a knockoff, somebody claiming it. It was really it. And the real that was in it, was one of the last songs they did i don't remember what it is so don't ask me right but it still had the actual song on the reel wow
1: that's cool i just that's i remember awesome. standing there going <laughs> just like, i stood there oh, for like 20 oh, minutes oh, going this is, this, <laughs> this is getting
0: kind of creepy i kind of want to hump this this is kind of weird i gotta go outside yeah, yeah. but yeah so that was kind of cool. cool i got to i got to see that machine
1: that's awesome that's really cool was well, that that's kind of excitement when i went to paisley park last year fuck you yeah Oh, seeing seeing the the, Fuck the cloud guitars he played. Fuck you! Outfits you oh wore. Fuck the whole, you! The recording studio he recorded. Fuck oh, you. and you would love that recording studio. Fuck you! The the, the imported that's the rest Ita- of the show, kids. Fuck you! Yeah, the imported Italian marble he had. He had uh, to have the the I main, so the main right. recording studio. They had to go in and have it reengineered to hold the weight. Of the marble, it's literally floors, walls, ceiling. This this is a special Italian marble that he had. That was one after he got the marble put in. They said that's the one he recorded all the time. He didn't go into any of the other studios. He was right. only recording that studio because it sounded so much better. Right. I, I guess we should we should tell people.
0: You and I really do you even more than me. But you and I really do have this love affair with Prince. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. borderline creepy.
1: Yeah. The, yeah. The one the one man I go gay for.
0: I got nothing.
1: Yeah, I can't. I can't. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's Prince. You know, I mean, I love women. Hey, don't get me wrong, man. But you know, Prince Rue said, that hey, we're doing it. Uh, okay. Uh,
0: okay. <laughs> I actually agree. Okay, I do it too. Yeah, it's kinda, right. I mean, come on. But I don't, and it's not important how, but somehow through all of our tattoos that you tattooing mm-hmm. me, we've we figured out that we have this affinity for Prince. Yeah. And I yep. remember, of course, when he died last year. Oh yeah. Well, actually, almost two years ago. Yeah, it is in April will be two years. Yeah. yeah, April will be two years. Yeah. Damn.
1: I know. We're getting old, man. It's going by like too damn quick. It seems like three weeks ago. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah.
0: That's it. I don't want to talk anymore. I'm done. Um, <laughs> no, I, I remember you and I obviously started blowing each other's phones up. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah. And then you, we talked about doing a Prince tattoo on me, mm-hmm. and I decided against it. Right, and I talked about this in my tattoo episode, which you heard. I know you heard. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we, both of us, well, you you, you, you hinted it. At, you
1: didn't straight up say because I remember because I knew what you're talking about. I was like, a lot of people missed that one because you didn't say that. You didn't say, you didn't say the one you said for somebody. You didn't say straight for you don't you didn't say straight for Prince, did you?
0: In that episode, yeah, yeah. Let's see. I thought I remember, okay, your memory sucks. Shut up. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Never mind. I, 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 I'm
1: it's out like, of here by I'm I'm fucking <laughs> that all up. No.
0: No, I did say but, it's for Prince okay. because, because if you remember, one of the things we were talking about was I was going to do the logo and I decided against it mm-hmm. because it was too obvious. Right. Remember me telling you yeah, that? That's true. And then of course you had to show me your Prince logo tattoo gun. Huh?
1: What? what? Huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. Which may be my, my very, The purple angry. machine was the purple, I mean the, uh, God, it's more of a, yeah, lavender. But love it's got symbol. the Prince yeah. logo the, the, on it. The, the love, love symbol. symbol. Yeah. Yep. On it. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: And then you had to tell me that you went to Paisley Park and blah, blah, blah. But let's go back mm-hmm. about a few minutes. We were talking about Under the Cherry Moon. Mm-hmm. You told me you hated that movie.
1: No, well, it's like, I, I love the music. I absolutely love oh, the that record, album. The I mean, record It was freaking amazing. But I'm like, yeah. oh, it was, so, it was just so Jim Carrey acting over the top. You know, it's like, this is what the hell, you know. And I was like, because and and, Purple Rain was a little more serious. Right. And I was, I was approaching the movie. With the outlook of like the purple rain, even though I know the purple rain acting wasn't that good either. But it's still, still it's, a classic. I mean, classic, amazing movie. But that's the that's the approach I had. And then you came to me and was like, you said, No, 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 dude. He says, You gotta look at it this way, you gotta look at it more, you know, purposely being funny, being over the top, over being the top. He's you know, making meant fun to be of everything and making fun of everything. And, and it's where like, I you got know, that from Becastow. Yeah, you know. So I mean I was gonna name a band sto Oh, that... I totally was going to do that it. Would be, that, awesome. well, that would have been awesome. Well, no,
0: because people are too fucking PC, and I would have got in trouble for it. Oh, well, um, yeah, true. You know, that, Yeah, you nowadays, true. yeah. yeah. yeah right. Anyway, because I had read this article, and I hadn't seen the movie yet. I, it, I had read this article, and the reason I hadn't seen it is because, like everybody else, it, it, everybody said it sucked.
1: Right. The movie was
0: fucking horrible. Right. So I read this article, and it said... It kept talking about how people said that Under the Cherry Moon failed, and Prince would always say... It didn't fail. People just didn't get it.
1: Right. And yeah.
0: And this, whoever wrote this article, I don't and remember. And I was so the I same way. I, yeah.
1: did, I didn't get it. You know, like I said, and I love Prince. But yeah. he was still over my head at, you know, with that one at that time. So I didn't, yep.
0: I, I can't credit this person that wrote the article, but they basically said, as they started researching it and hanging out with Prince and talking to him about this, that, and the other, he did the whole movie mm-hmm. with that making fun of every other movie ever made. I mean, right. Right. So I went, okay. So I watched it with that in mind, and I'm laughing my ass oh, off yeah, the no. whole
1: time. And then I called you. You called me, yeah. And I said, dude, check this out. Yeah, you, know, you got to look at it from this way. What? Keep this in mind when you watch it. And honestly, it didn't even take long. Like, literally, once I had that in my mind and the movie started, hilarious.
0: Now, I will say, though, that the second movie, Graffiti Bridge.
1: No. No. That's just kind of like, just just like the rock show. It's almost like a... Like, you got to take it as a live stage. I, I looked at it as like a live stage show with the advantages of movie.
0: No, I it. Of locale and, movie I looked and at it, up. You know? I looked at it that way too. So, I I just, eh, that one didn't do it for yeah. me. Really? I own it. I yeah. mean, I own all three yeah. of them. Now, the, the record Graffiti Bridge? Yeah. I
1: love that record. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Of course. But that one, that's yeah. on the bottom. But obviously, yeah. Purple Rain and then Under the Cherry, Cherry Moon. Moon. I, yeah. I've watched Under the Cherry Moon Forty times now. You know what?
1: I and mean, honestly, after I mean, I you, I have to say with with the new perspective I have on chair, I mean, I personally kind of put it there with Purple Ring. Oh, for sure. You know, it's right. I mean, it's yeah, right. Good. It's just it's just different aspects of different or different approaches. Yep. You know, that's all it is. You can't. Cause it, you know, it's almost apples and oranges as a comparison. It really is. I
0: agree, but I think with with him, this is just my opinion. Knowing you, you'll probably agree. He was too fucking smart.
1: Oh. He was way, yeah, way ahead of the vlog. Too creative. I am too smart. I am waiting. There's a reason I'm, why they I'm, call him a genius. I'm waiting for more. a lot of the stuff to come out of that vault. Me Because I think there's going to be a lot of music. People, It's going to come out and people will be like, what the hell is this?
0: They're and not going to get it.
1: 30 years from now, 20 years from now, people are going to be doing, everybody's going to do that type of music. Or something similar. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. He's going to, yeah, I guarantee, yeah, he's got stuff that's way beyond.
0: Oh, yeah, for he, sure.
1: He's, he's Bill and Ted. He's Wild Stallions. I don't get that reference. Wild Style, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Never Wild Style, never gave a shit. Oh my god, you gotta watch that. That's like, well, like one of the ultimate like comedy rock. Damn it, are
0: you giving me homework on my own? shit? Yes, show? you. got, got All to right, watch I gave Bill you and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Adventure.
1: It's basically in the future, their mm-hmm. music unites the world. Okay, I'll watch it. That's the that's the that's the end. That's the ultimate end of the you know. I think the I did I remember and That's why they had yeah. Well, you have to watch it.
0: No, no, no. But. I was going to say I remember seeing previews in the the. I did. The no, no. Tone, the, the whole stoner thing drives me nuts. Yeah, it
1: is. There's there's a lot of stupidity. I mean, there's a lot of comedy, but it's like drawn towards that end result. You oh, know, stupidity! Than, I'm cool with. I'm so, a dumbass. Yeah.
0: And then comedy, so, I love comedy, but that, right. that stoner stick. Makes me want to gouge See, my not, eyeballs. No, take
1: it. I just took it as just like just the goofy dumbasses. I didn't really I took it as stoners, <laughs> but you know, but uh, stoners, you know. Cause they didn't really reference that. After I remember. Maybe they did. And I just forgot because they're giving my memory shit. All but, right, fine.
0: Let's recap. But,
1: but that's why I think Prince—he me, his stuff unite the world kind of type stuff. You no, know? I, no, I no, I because he was so about unity and everything. Anyways, I completely agree. You know, and I think there's gonna be there's gonna be stuff coming out of that vault that's gonna blow everybody's minds, mm-hmm. and a lot of people are gonna study it for years because they don't get it. Speaking of get the it.
0: vault, you and I need to plan a trip up there.
1: I yes, yes, yes. I'm done. Di- you've gone, I need to go. Yep. <laughs> I'm yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm dying to go back. Yeah, I, I, <sighs> I, yeah. I remember, you,
0: you texted me pictures, so. I fucking hate <laughs> but you did bring me back a gift. Uh, yes, yes, it yes, is, yes. You're, you're literally looking at it. New power generation tambourine over yep. there. You're yep. looking at it, sitting on my bookshelf. Yeah. <sighs> but let's recap. You have homework. Yes, you have to listen to Hot August Nights. Hot Daniel August night. Yeah, I'm glad to write this Now down. I have homework. Yep. Well, we're yep. sitting at my desk. Bill, a Bill and Ted's Bill and Ted's Excellent, excellent Adventure. What about the bogus adventure? it Oh, bogus journey.
1: Eh, on the bogus journey. I mean, it was okay. I mean, you have to but, watch the excellent adventure. The yeah, excellent, but that's 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 the one you really want to watch, just because you know. Yeah. All right, fine, yeah, fine, fine. Sandemus fine, rocks. That's another <laughs> stupid reference. I mean, but, yeah. Have you seen Airheads? Huh? You seen? Yes, Airheads? I remember. like Yeah, um, Brendan Fraser. <laughs> I love he that. He wiped his ass with
0: his record contract.
1: <laughs> okay, sorry. Well,
0: that's it, kids. That's the show for today. I got nothing. I'm, I've had a blast. You?
1: Oh, yeah. Always. It's always fun hanging out with you.
0: By the way, I, oh, thanks. I like hanging out with <laughs> we you
1: always too. have a good time. We always have laughs. That's true. Except for when we were kind of crying and being depressed over Prince's death, you know. But outside of yeah, that. Yeah, that
0: was, that was sad. Speaking of which, I know, I uh, obviously there's no camera in here, but you are wearing a badass Prince yeah. Henley. It's white with a picture of Prince <sighs> on it. The, it's the a, ba- it's a bad
1: 80s baseball shirt.
0: Well, it's called a Henley.
1: Henley, oh yeah, well, they always call them just a bad 80s hate. Well, you know why <laughs> they call it a Henley? Yeah.
0: Because of the sleeves. Yeah. The sleeve, the well, way the what they always
1: you know, the baseball, Like, well, or more like the softball team, not yeah. even like the real baseball, yep. it's like the, you know, the shitty softball team, yep. this is the type of shirt they always wore. Yeah. Anyway, so, I but. love
0: that shirt. But yes, we we will always have our, our Prince connection. And oh yeah. In all the pain you've caused me over the years, you yes. fuck. <laughs> God. But damn it, I look good. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Well, my arms look good. I can't speak No, yeah, yo, No, you look good. You ain't tattooing right? my face.
1: Huh? Hell no, I wouldn't touch that beautiful thing. Just, Aww, you gotta keep it perfect. What are you so talking
0: about? <laughs> oh my God, you're stuck up. I don't know. So before we get out of here, there is one thing that you told me that we're gonna do. From this day forward, the Bar Star Podcast is proudly sponsored
1: by Prophecy, Prophecy. Inc.,
0: Thank you very much. You're
1: welcome. I very Hell much yeah. appreciate that. But what so, does
0: that mean for our listeners? So anybody comes
1: in and mentions the Barstar podcast, you get 10% off your tattoo. No shit? Yep. What about me? What if I come in? You're your charging me little, full price, aren't you, you? you? Hey, you get your reach around. be happy. Damn it.
0: <laughs> you got to do something. I'm crying the whole time. No, seriously. <laughs> thank you. That's... that's that's awesome that you're going to sponsor the show Hell yeah! and you're going to give our listeners something. So that's cool.
1: Give back. It's yep. like a twofer. Exactly. High five go. into my phone.
0: Yeah. Woohoo. Nice. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. You're welcome. So seriously, go check out Prophecy Inc. Go check out. And it doesn't have to be with you. No. Anybody in the shop.
1: Anybody in the shop. So yep. any we'll of your, get you the hookup.
0: Right. Any of your great artists, you can go check them like out. Because I
1: said, we all are different styles. So you, know, you may not like my style, but you'll have somebody in the shop. You'll find a style that you like.
0: Absolutely, you've so. never had anybody in there that I didn't I mean, so. I'm partial to you because of our relationship yep. Anyway, go to the Prophecy Inc. and mention the Barstar Podcast And you'll get 10% off, that's 10%. awesome yep. Thank you very oh, much yeah. You're so welcome, I, Oh So as No, seriously, thank you, that's awesome So, as I say at the end of every episode Go out and do
1: some shit Travis, tell them, go do something Go do something Anything, go Life, put those phones down
0: <gasps> That's good, I like it Put the phones down
1: <laughs> Put the phones down, do something seriously go now bye
0: so until next time i will talk at you soon